vitamin A deficiency or hypovitaminosis A etiology. There are two mechanisms of vitamin A deficiencies, primary and secondary. Primary deficiency is associated with insufficient supply. Secondary occurs when there is defective absorption from the alimentary tract. Vitamin A is formed from the precursor beta-carotene and carotenoids in feeds such as green pasture, silage and hay, which occurs at the intestinal epithelium and stored in the liver. Storage will last approximately 180 days before the affected animal shows clinical signs of the disease. Clinical signs of vitamin A deficiency in adult animals and in particular calves appear as anorexia, ill thrift, diarrhea, anasarca, lacrimation, head pressing, convulsions, recumbency, paralysis, night blindness or blindness with dilated pupils and tapetal bleeding, papilloedema and optic atrophy, slight exophthalmus, nystagmus and an absence of the menace response. Calves may also have bone and cartilage abnormalities. In adult females, there may be placental degeneration resulting in abortion and retained fetal membranes. In adult males, there is degeneration of the germinative epithelial cells resulting in reduced sperm output. Diagnosis. The diagnosis of hypovitaminosis A is often made based on ocular changes and clinical signs. Supportive findings include the histological changes within the CNS, particularly the optic nerve, necrosis and demyelination, and bones. Treatment. Parenteral treatment with vitamin A at 440 international units per kilo and repeat treatments at 6,000 international units per kilo every 50 to 60 days until the diet contains sufficient carotenoid precursors. Prognosis. Cattle with blindness due to prolonged papillary edema and degeneration of the optic nerve do not respond to treatment and should be slaughtered. Ammoniated forage toxicosis, also known as bovine bonkers or silage disease. Etiology. Excessive ingestion of ammoniated feed products or feedstuffs treated with ammonia products. Cattle that have consumed excessive amounts of ammonia show the following clinical signs. Hyperesthesia, ataxia, appearing blind, circling, vocalising, dysphonia, frenzy, walking into objects, recumbency and convulsions. Diagnosis. This can be made by the CSF and blood concentrations of ammonia. A ration analysis may assist in the diagnosis. Treatment are supportive therapies such as thiamine, acepromazine and other sedations. Prognosis. In advanced cases where the animal is recumbent and experiencing convulsions, the prognosis is poor with death occurring within four hours. Acidosis. Etiology. 
Ingestion and fermentation of excessive quantities of carbohydrates, such as grains, fruits or crops, results in the production of lactic acid within the rumen, reducing the pH. As a consequence of a lower pH, ruminitis, metabolic ruminitis and dehydration develops. Clinical signs will vary on the degree of ruminal acidosis. In severe cases, recumbency, heart rate greater than 100 beats per minute, rumen pH less than 5, severe dehydration greater than 8 and up to 10%. The clinical signs that develop involve the central nervous system, lethargy, depression, ataxia, recumbency, head pressing, apparent blindness, epistatomus, coma and death. Diagnosis is generally based on the history of access to a highly fermentable carbohydrate, clinical signs and a rumen pH of less than 5. Treatment. For severe cases of acidosis, intensive therapy is required, such as intravenous 5% sodium bicarbonate between 5 and 7 litres over 30 minutes and then 1.3% sodium bicarb at a rate of 150 mils per kilo body weight for a further 6 to 12 hours. A ruminotomy to remove the rumen content and transformation or rumen lavage and then transformation. Procaine penicillin 60,000 international units per kilo every 12 hours for 7 to 10 days because of the risk of ruminitis and bacterial hepatitis. Thiobendazole for three days to aid in the prevention of the development of mycotic hepatitis. Thiamine hydrochloride, 5 to 10 milligrams per kilo for three treatments to aid in the prevention of the development of polioencephalomyelitia and to aid in the metabolism of lactate within the body's tissues. Non-steroidals for three days to provide analgesia, reduce inflammation and for treating endotoxemia. Calcium borogluconate subcutaneously to aid in the prevention of the development of hypocalcemia. Prognosis. The prognosis will be dependent on the severity of the acidosis. In severe cases, mentioned previously, the prognosis is unfortunately poor. Neoplasia. Etiology. Central nervous system tumours include primitive neuroectodermal tumours, reticulosis, meningeal papillomas, neurofibrosarcomas, angioblastoma, medulloblastoma and ependoblastoma. The clinical signs of such tumours will be dependent on the region of the CNS of which they have occurred and vary from altered gait, abnormal behaviours and mentation, dysphagia, head tilt, blindness, strabismus, nystagmus and deficits of other cranial nerves. Diagnosis. The anti-mortem diagnostic imaging can be used. These options include radiology, CT and MRI. However, due to the cost of such diagnostics, these are rarely carried out. Treatment is generally not carried out because of the limitations of cost 
lack of access to appropriate facilities, animal and human safety concerns, handling animals with such significant neurological concerns can be pretty hazardous, and extensive post-operative care can be a challenge. Prognosis is guarded. Pituitary abscess syndrome, etiology. Pituitary abscess syndrome is a rare chronic suppurative condition that is believed to result from hematogenous spread of bacteria to the pituitary. The disease is commonly associated with nose ring application in males or show animals and plastic nose devices, otherwise known as frustrators, to prevent cross-suckling in calves. Clinical signs include anorexia, depression, bradycardia, drooling with inability to chew or swallow, protrusion of the tongue, ataxia with a wide-based stance, recumbency, circling and head tilt. In terminal stages there's often epistatomus. On ophthalmic examination the animal appears blind with no PLR and may have strabismus and nystagmus. Diagnosis is often based on clinical signs and recent history of a nose ring application or a plastic nose device insertion. A CFS examination will reveal an elevation of protein and nucleated cells. Definitive diagnosis is often at post-mortem with gross lesions and a culture of mixed bacteria. Arcanobacterium pyogenes is commonly isolated. However, Carinibacterium pseudotuberculosis, Streptococcus species, Staphylococcus species, Actinomyces species, Fusobacterium species, Pasturella species, Pseudomonas species and Actinobacillus species have been isolated. Treatment. There is no effective treatment. Prognosis is guarded. Hepatic encephalopathy. Etiology. The hepatic encephalopathy is a clinical manifestation of hepatic insufficiency. The exact pathophysiology of the syndrome is not fully understood. The syndrome has been associated with acute hepatic damage, for example a toxicity or fatty liver disease that has resulted in hypoglycemia and also acute liver damage leading to a failure if the liver to convert ammonia to urea. In calves the syndrome may be associated with a portosystemic shunt. Clinical signs of hepatic encephalopathy include lethargy, dullness, blindness, ataxia, vocalization, head pressing, mania, hyperexcitability, repetitive behaviors and convulsions. Diagnosis. The demonstration of acute severe liver pathology through a complete biochemical assessment of the liver function. Treatment will be dependent on the underlying disease process. Prognosis will be dependent on the underlying disease process. Toxoplasmosis. Etiology. Toxoplasma gondii is an intracellular protozoan organism. Invasion and replication within the retina can very rarely lead to retinitis, chorioretinitis and anterior retinitis. Diagnosis. 
ocular examination treatment. There is no effective medical treatment and surgical management is often difficult. Prognosis is very guarded for the affected eye. Echinococcus species. Echinococcus granulosa and Echinococcus multilocularis are cestodes which commonly affects dogs. Infection in cattle can result in intraocular hydatid cysts causing severe inflammation of the orbit and potentially retinal detachment leading to blindness. Diagnosis of intraocular hydatid disease is made by histological examination. Treatment. There is no effective medical treatment and surgical management is often difficult. Prognosis. This is guarded for the affected eye. Thalasia. Etiology. Thalasia gulosa, Thalasia rhodesii and Thalasia scabini are nematodes that reside in the conjunctival sac of cattle. Most infections remain asymptomatic. However, some cattle develop chronic conjunctivitis, conjunctival cysts and keratitis. The disease can progress to cause cornea neovascularization, edema and ulceration, therefore affecting vision. Diagnosis. Direct visualization of the nematode in the conjunctival sac or from a nasolacrimal flush. Treatment. Antiomintics such as ivermectin or doramectin systemically. Prognosis is good. Tyleriasis. Etiology. There are several species of Therelia throughout the world, however, Therelia annulata and Therelia parva are associated with encephalitis in cattle. The neurological form of the disease presents as ataxia, proprioception deficits, pyrexia, hyperesthesia, head pressing, blindness, nystagmus, circling and aggression. Diagnosis. When an animal has the neurological form of thyreliosis, it can be difficult to confirm the diagnosis. Supportive findings include blood film examination and demonstration of a parasitemia, which is occasionally seen, and a biopsy of the cerebral cortex for further diagnostics. Treatment. Several options exist for treatment. However, the treatments may not be registered for use in certain countries. Firstly, Parvaquone, between 10 and 20 milligrams per kilo intramuscularly, repeated in 48 hours. Bupervarquinone, 2.5 milligrams per kilo as a single dose. Menoctone, 10 milligrams per kilo intravenously or intramuscularly. Prognosis is good. <laughs>